one I think one misconception is that uh, that because God is involved in it mm-hmm. that everything will be perfect that we going mm-hmm. to leave everything to God mm-hmm. you know and at the end of it you realize that God is here to give you because God give you a will Mm-hmm. God has already given he gave you a will and he gave you a word W mm. and W mm. you know the word <laughs> hello and welcome back to the sisters let's talk podcast today we have pastor Baba a man of God and his wife sister Kadi they are going to try and unravel this concept of oneness that the two shall come together as one join us as we have this interesting conversation and be sure to send in your comments your feedback on our social media platforms Do you have a sister friend who you can talk to about your imperfections, vulnerabilities, uncensored truths, journeys, and victories? Welcome to The Lounge. Our experiences coupled with scriptural truths continues to mold us and shift our paradigms. The vision is to help us all lead the best lives God proposed for each individual. We hope our stories, our conversations, and that of others allows you to view life from another lens, regardless of your season. Come Come on on in, in, sisters. sisters. Let's Let's talk. Dear listeners, Here's a word from our sponsor for this episode. We will be right back. If you get nice, you are feeling what I'm feeling. Are you wondering how you can help your families and friends in Africa with instant mobile recharge and internet data? Then worry no more, my African brothers and sisters. 247topop.com is the app you need. It is designed and developed by Africans for Africans. Some countries call mobile recharge airtime or top-up. Whatever you call it, this app does it all in a fast, secure, and affordable way. So what are you waiting for? Download the app today and start sending instant online mobile recharge to family members and friends in Africa. Visit 247topop.com to access the web app or download the mobile app from the app store. Let's support and grow our African businesses for a better Africa. Are we together? Brought to you by 247topop.com. A better app, a better
excited to have our guests that we're going to be talking to on the show. Um, they have been some special people to me and to our community in particular. Um, by the way, I'm Fumi, one of the hosts of Sisters Let's Talk, and I'm here with my co-host, Lucia. Lucia. So, and I am going to try to introduce this couple because it's a marriage series i'm gonna try to introduce them do have pastor and mrs Leitang on the show they are so special to us right now because they are less than three months in this whole thing so i am so super doped excitedly to talk to a newlywed because i can't remember what i was doing three months after i got married I have no idea what I was doing. <laughs> so I am so excited. Um, Teddy, I have known since even before we got here to where mm. we are right now. Um, yeah. We were refugees together. So we've come a long way. <laughs> wow. And we happened to come to America and live in the same state state and uh-huh. go to the same church mm-hmm. and it's so it's been a long long journey and a yeah. wild one which hopefully you can get to hear a little bit about in our conversation today yeah. um and uh, knowing pastor baba since we went to the same church and we've mm-hmm. all been in there singing and and yep. doing life together yep. I've yep. seen them grow. I've seen them um, just evolve into this person. And now they're a couple, they're a thing, they're a, a, a one unit together. I am super, super, super doped, excited to have you. Welcome, welcome to the Thank show. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to start off with, we've been doing this word game on the show. Um, so the word for today is, when you think about the word newlyweds, what comes to mind? Don't think too much about it. Right. Well, I, well, I think of I think of starting a journey. It's like you're a long journey and you're just at the beginning. You know, when the gun goes on the mark, guess it, <laughs> go. That's where you are right now. So the beginning of a journey. Nice. How about Kadi? What about you? When you think of the word newlyweds, just got married. <laughs> <laughs> like we just started. <laughs> just started. Just started. Yep. Yeah. yep. So actually, can you tell us where you're from? Because we know, but uh, I think it would be nice for our audience to hear. So, so I am from a, an island in the Caribbean uh, called Dominica. Usually when I say Dominica, people think of Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. but it's something different. Exactly. And uh, the island over there, obviously, our forefathers are from Africa. So we are Africans. We just happen to be on the, the other side of the continent. So, And Sierra Leone in particular, is, it's very close um, to, to us, to the culture, so many mm. similarities, mm-hmm. you know. So, so that's where I'm from. I'm Dominican in the Caribbean. And Kadi, and I am from Sierra Leone. Nice. 
Sierra Leone and Caribbean in the house. So what a, what a blend. I know, what a blend. So newlyweds, you start in a journey. Right off the bat, it's three months. You've got some time to for some things to show up, right? <laughs> But something's to shop. And it's a good phase because it's the honeymoon phase. It's like at this point, it's like that exploring, discovery kind of state. Mm. As a newlywed, what is one thing that you were not expecting to find out that you have started to notice? And it doesn't, it doesn't have to be anything bad. It doesn't have to be ne- negative. It's like just... I was not expecting this because I think a lot of us think in dating, we kind of have, we've, we've known a lot, but it's, I feel like it's different when you're actually living with the person 24 seven and you have to do life yeah. together. What is that one thing that you think have come up? One couple that um, came up, they said like, I love this because of ourselves, we would not have asked these questions. But because we got to talk about it, I feel like I know her more than I did before I came and they were married 12 years. Mm -hmm. And she came and said, like, I love this because we don't come up with these questions at all. We don't think about it. But like just not having the time to construct it and make it look all nice and embellished, it Mm -hmm. has helped me learn something that I would not have if I had not talked to you guys. So that I just want to bring that up. And that is how we found some things about ourselves too, just by asking the questions that people asking us to. So. Uh, for me, it's just the, um, you know, like you said, there's no journey mm-hmm. to see the transition from the independent life, the single life. Like, you know, you you have your own way, you did things your own way, you move when you work. I mean, even today in church, you know, usually when church was be, would be done, I take my bag and I go home. But now the other ladies meeting and I have to be waiting and waiting for her because we <laughs> came in the same ride, you know? So yes. kind of the transition from the single life and, you know, everything you did all by yourself mm-hmm. now, you know, having somebody else be part of all those, those decision-making stuff. That is a good one. That is a really good one. And I was hoping that you bring that up because it is something that didn't, you don't, you don't think about it. You feel like, oh yeah, we did this together. We've done this, we've done this. Um, so I, I, I like that you brought that up. So with that said, I know we're going to talk about <clears throat> how God sees marriage. I'm going to transition to that. How do you believe that God in himself intended marriage to be, especially when transitioning from single to one? I don't feel like it's the easiest transition ever. So Sister Kadi, I'm going to give that to you. How do you believe God sees marriage? You know, first of all, the... The intention of God is for a man not to be alone. Mm-hmm. Needs mm-hmm. a helpmate, need a companion. Mm-hmm. So the way God sees marriage, it's, it's an institution that God really honored. He has said that, that it's not good for a man to be alone. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. So which means he honored it. That's why he said it's not good for a man to be alone. Mm -hmm. That's why you should take a wife and the two shall become one flesh. Mm. So it's very important for in the sight of God. But it's hard though. That one flesh thing, it has taken me a while to get to understand that. Pastor, could you break that down for me? Because I know you've done cancel even before you went into it. You know what it means. That one mm -hmm. flesh. Just break it down a little bit. Because <laughs> right, I have right. struggled a little bit with that. <laughs> right. You know, and, and I think it's, it's the, the challenge there is two separate individuals with a life, with a dream. You know, everybody has their own goals. And then God is bringing those two people together. Mm. And now they say, okay, well, you know what? I have a, I had a purpose of God for my life. Mm -hmm. And you had a purpose of God for your life. Mm. So now we're going to come together. Let us see how we can now take those two purposes mm. and see what is the common that God has for both of us. Mm. And then, um, and in that way, we now can live a joint purpose that God has for us as a family. Mm. So, for example, like if one of our goals was to serve God all the days of our life, to do good to humanity, mm -hmm. then we begin now to think of, well, this is our purpose. That's what we're going to do right now. Mm -hmm. And in the, in the relationship, in the marriage, we're going to support each other now to accomplish that purpose, you know, that God has for, for what we sense that God has for each of our lives. And um, and and the key of it is is not where we still want to go ahead doing our own living our own purpose. Mm. When they say that two shall become one flesh, mm. now things that you could not do by yourself, now you have somebody who's going to help you, assist you in a spirit of unity, because you could have two people together and it's creating mm. you not unite, it's creating mm. more problems. Mm -hmm. So the important word is together in unity. How can two work together? unless they agree, unless they are in unity. I think that, that's the key. Mm. And then when you say about in unity, unity, united about what? Well, what are you in unity about? Mm -hmm. Well, that thing that we're saying, well, what is it that you really want to do in your life? Okay, this is what we are going to be doing together. We're going to be just, we're going to agree on those things. So like, for example, like right now, it's a good challenge. Mm -hmm. He's from Sierra Leone, I'm from the Caribbean. Now, we, am I going to want to go back to Dominica? Is she going to go back to Sierra Leone? And then one go that way, one go that way. No, no, no. We come together and say, well, this is a purpose that we have. How do we make that work? What are we sensing? What is God leading us? That's a purpose. What is God leading us? What uh -huh. is he saying to us right now? So that's just in a nutshell what I think. So, Pastor, if I may ask, um, God is in intentional. Um, is would there be a difference then if two people come together they just you know the world we live in fell in love they think oh I think we're gonna make a good couple and they get married and they become one versus two people who sought God and uh he and we're gonna go with the fact that they both heard from God and said yes you know Let's go and marry together, and they come together. Does that make that those those two that couple uh, more successful in marriage than the one that you know they just fell in love and then they came together? Whether they and then maybe let's say they became Christians. Does that 
make one better than the other or more successful in marriage than the other? Yeah, this is, and because you say pastor, I will respond to that. Um, <laughs> this is a very good question. And I always say that at the end of the, the day, a relationship is between a man and a woman. Mm. Now, there are some people that did not know anything about God and they have such great relationships together mm -hmm. because although they know nothing about God. Mm. Why? Because they came together and they realized that we are stronger together. Um, and for us, you know, especially from the church point of the Christians, it is always good, you know, where you say the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, uh -huh. where, you know, in your heart of hearts, you know, you've been praying and asking God for something. And usually if you feel that like this is a person that God gave to you, you'll be very lo more loyal to it. Uh -huh. Because, you know, I'm saying that God gave me, I feel in my heart that God gave me that person. Uh -huh. Although there are times people give miraculous testimonies of how God bring them together. And what? tomorrow you yeah, them breaking up. And then... uh -huh. What about it? God bringing you together? <laughs> but... So, but yeah, I think at the end of the day, one, being led by God is a good direction. Like you say, God, um, I think God led us to each other. We could say that based on how that direction comes. Some people say they're God feeling, um, but also looking for somebody that you have a relationship and maybe you see something in them. You're like, you know what? This is not perfect, but I think I can live. I can live with that, you know? And then sometimes as you live with each other, you know, you begin to discover things you never knew. And so I don't know if I answered your question. Mm -hmm. Question. I got this. I try to. It's a good way to look at it. Um, the other day I was uh, somebody said. Um, I think it was during one of our discussions. Like, I wake up in the morning, or I I look at this person and say, "Man, God gave me this person to love." They mm -hmm. look at it as a privilege. So you go through your day just satisfying that desire or that knowing that. Man, God gave me, God gave me that person to love. God gave me you. God really loved me, so that He gave me you to express that love too. I think it's a it's a different feeling than we're married, so I have to love you. Right. Yeah. So I I I just I just have to be your wife. I just have to be your husband. But when you look at each other and like. Damn, I got the privilege, I got the honor to love you again today. I, I think it changes the, the perspective of, of the whole thing with, with marriage. Mm -hmm. But God designed marriage to, to, like you mentioned, for a lot of things, partnership, spiritual intimacy, and um, ability to pursue God together. And a lot of us like those, we get it at the start of every, like we get it at the start of, of life, that this is really what I want to do with this person. But then life happens. Mm -hmm. So, Kadi, I want to ask, so, what are some of the things that just practically you will say if you put these things in place then you're able to 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 get to that purpose you know like how pastor was talking about that one purpose that that you have to have but how mm -hmm. do you get to even designing that purpose like how do you get to to come to that place 
in the day-to-day happenings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just like you said, like two people from different backgrounds. Even, you know, come to think about it, two people from the same mother, mm. even twins, mm -hmm. they're different. Yeah. Their characters, in the way they do things, yeah. in the way they, you know, they communicate. Talk less two people, two different people from different countries mm. coming together. I think uh, more of communication. Mm. Talk about stuff. Try to know each other because it's a, uh, day-to-day -day learning you're not going to be perfect one day it's a day-to-day -day learning because just like you said i mean we now we are in each other's space you mm -hmm. know yep you know it's the way i used to do things and the way he used to do things is quite different mm -hmm. but like right now we're trying to accommodate each other we're trying to be there for each other not mm -hmm feel condemned or try mm -hmm. to accommodate yeah ourselves mm -hmm. does that make sense yep because yep. yeah. i think it's getting to that point that both of you kind of like he said like start finding that place that works mm -hmm. and and sometimes it takes it takes a lot of mistakes hopefully not too many yeah. some of us haven't gone the right way got trying to come to that place faster we've taken a long yeah. route and then we come, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. come there and you're like duh we could have done this better if we're thinking um but what um in in, in the story of marriage it's a book that I read um, that I, that really helped us in our marriage as well. Um, the the pastor said uh, um, that was talking. It's like marriage is like two people, so it's like looking at it like a round circle, and you put a line in between. Somebody has all these circles on one side, and somebody has all these X's on the other side. Mm -hmm. Apart apart everybody has their own stuff going on right but when you come together those x's and those and those circles mm -hmm. they need to be distributed evenly mm -hmm. for it to even work to, for it to even because just your x's satisfies you just your circles satisfy you but until that x gets that circle and that other circle gets that x it's always going to be that pull apart because you're not complete without mm -hmm. each part. So that idea, that thing that you wanted to work on, that thing that I wanted to work on, we need that idea coming together for it to work. Is there a common misconception that Christians have about marriage, about that coming together, like you said, that one Ness, because we all have this big great spirituality god can do everything and we really not do not need to have to do anything because god has jesus has died and he has done it all is there a misconception pastor that christians just need that just have that you've noticed that we just need to like just bring it out there right yeah, one one I think one misconception is that um, that because God is involved in it, mm -hmm. 
that everything will be perfect, that we're going mm. to leave everything to God. Mm-hmm. You know, and at the end of it, you realize that God is there to give you, because God gave you a will. Mm. Mm-hmm. God has already give he gave you a will and he gave you a word, W mm. and W. You know, the word, <laughs> yeah. The word that he's given to you is that a man should really love his wife. Mm. And that's it. And that a woman should respect her husband. Mm. And when those two words begin to work together, mm-hmm. and I think importantly is like you realize that God is not going to do it for you. No, mm. because God has our prayers. When times, you know, gets a little bit overwhelming, maybe, and sometimes it's not your fault. Sometimes so many things that you have to deal with. You know, you lost a job. It adds extra stress to your family. Uh-huh. Somebody gets sick, that sickness is have now having impact on the relationship. Uh-huh. So in days like that, you, you can go to God and say, God, you know, we need you. You join hands together and say, God, we really need your strength. We're struggling here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But we're not saying, God, you live our married life for us. You know, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, God is going to, you know, he gives you a will. He said, you choose. So uh-huh. you could choose to love, you can choose to respect, or you can choose, you know what, I'm not in this thing, but I'm wasting my time. Uh-huh. But that's not, uh, uh, one of the misconceptions, I think, that, you know, that because we are in church, um, we, we're just going to put everything in God's hand and just, we just, you know, keep praying, 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 mm. and not knowing that sometimes the, the little things that you do, your wife is, I mean, she'll tell you, one of the things I'll say to her, you know, even when we have people home, you know, I don't want you to just kind of killing yourself, preparing food for everybody, and you cannot enjoy it. You know, because you're looking mm. out for the well-being of for somebody. That that that's all. That's practical. Being practical, you know. Mm-hmm. She knows that I like cassava leaf, <laughs> so yeah. you can you can pray only pray for me about peace and joy. <laughs> if you're looking at cassava leaf. <laughs> you see, it's practical. No, today I have, I have cassava leaf. So you can see a big smile on my face. You know? <laughs> so it's really looking into practical words. Yeah. Loving one another, you know, things that we've learned, respecting one another, treating one another with dignity, yeah. you know, where you have somebody as your wife, don't treat it, this is a person's daughter, this is a person's um, uh-huh. sister, brother, treat the person as a human being, you know, because a lot of times people are, that yeah, I mean in relationships, it's because sometimes we forget that the other person has a heart, they have the human being also, and we treat them with so much, in, in, you know, without dignity. That's what I probably want to say. Uh-huh. So that's what that's a misconception that God would just do everything, but we are not going to really work work it out, work out okay. your sad, work out your marriage. Uh-huh. So one thing I've I've, and this is from my experience as well. I feel like. A lot of time, we the things that has happened to us in our past, or the things that we've learned over the years and experiences and things like that. When we try to bring all of that into where we are now, mm-hmm. it messes things up. Yes, yes. It it it, and then because we've 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 done ourselves, we found a place to deal with those things, right? Mm-hmm. And when you come into it, when you bring that thing into a new place, it's, it doesn't have a place there. That's what I, I think that's what I'm trying to That's good. I like <laughs> you, that. You don't have, it doesn't have a place there. Mm-hmm. So my question is, 
how do you take the good from your past or eliminate the things that should not come into the new place with your past? How do you walk that? How, do, like, what is that thought? I don't know if I'm asking the question right, <laughs> but it's like, how do you not let your past dictate your present? If, okay. Sorry, Pastor, before you answer, if I just add to what Fumi asks, how do you, as a Christian, and if someone is not, because we do get listeners who are not, mm-hmm. but obviously, how would they navigate? The thing is that, first of all, we're dealing with two different people, right? Mm-hmm. And our past, our past is our past for a reason. Mm. And um, there's a parable they say, you know, for take out a man, weep for beat other person. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. So like you, you, you using a cane to, to flog, yeah, somebody says his cane to mm-hmm. flog the other person, you know. You know, and that intent to show up like quite often Mm-hmm. in your your present relationship but the way you deal with it sometimes consciously or unconsciously you know sometimes you sit and uh the same pattern maybe happen mm. maybe your what you've been through in your past relationship maybe mm-hmm. like your mind click hmm, is this something but it's good for you to snap your your mind out of it it's like no what now this is something new i just don't want to do that and it's not fair to the person that you're with to start behaving that way to him because of what you've been through Mm. it tends to surface but Mm. you have to deal with it and said you know what this is not that person Mm. this is somebody else i just don't want to do that you don't mm. want to do that. But sometimes unconsciously people will tend to do that. And you as a partner try to to come there and say, you know what? I don't like this. Sometimes unconsciously you'll be talking about this other person. You mm. don't even know that it's hurting the other person mm. because of and uh I try not to as much as possible not to bring my past into the present. It's a past for a reason. I like that. It's a past for a reason. It also depends on how serious the person's past was. Mm. So um, there are some people that were in marriage, in, in marriage before relationships where, I mean, they had some trouble, but not to the extent that some people, some people had marriage problems or, or relationship problems that had a really lasting effect upon them. Mm. And one of the key here is to be healed. Mm. You have to really, nobody should, you know, when you look at your relationship, you're going to another relationship being healed. I am ready to love again. Mm. I am ready to trust again. Because anytime you go into a relationship, it's like you're almost expecting. And when you see something that reminds you of what happened, then you just come to the conclusion. And it's like you live in that old relationship in your new relationship. Mm. Because you were not healed. In other words, when you get into the relationship, you give that person a blank slate. Say, you know what? This is a journey we're starting. 
and we are going to go on that journey. You have not given me any reason to feel like you have abused me. So even though I have experienced abuse in my previous life, but that's not on your your slate. You've never yeah. abused me. So I'm not going to hold that, you know, like she was saying, against mm. you. Because some, sometimes that's what happened. Those things, they, they bring their ugly, you know, things that did not work, the bad habits. You know, you look at, okay, what are some of the, and also the good one. You know, usually yeah. people think that from relationships, it's always bad. Not because mm-hmm. a relationship broke that there are not great things about the relationship. You learn some great thing. Maybe the person always remembered your birthday. Maybe the person always encouraged you, you know, to push yourself. So you bring back some of those great things that you know that you you learn. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and not that you want the other person to do exactly like this, but the fact is recognition of special mm-hmm. things. That's what I'm trying to talk about. You know, and also here's the key too. Another, I'll give you a lot of keys. Personal accountability. Mm. You always feel it's the other person that should be doing that, not bringing things in the marriage. But what about, you know, where you start with me? What am I contributing to that? Because, you know, sometimes if we have to be honest, sometimes if you're not careful, you always feel you are the good one and the other one yeah. is the bad one. <laughs> yeah. You always feel you have yeah. more good, good, good traits and they have more bad traits, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you, when you do that, like, but if you realize, you know, hold on a while, we're going on a journey. We've all had different experiences, but and another third key. What why are we here? Because even her, I told her, we don't have to do that. I mean, we have a choice. We can say, you know what, we're not going to this. But if we get into it, we're making a decision, we go, it's our own choice. We're going to go to that. Mm-hmm. What is it that we want to achieve? What is it together? A life of peace, a life of happiness that in our old age, we will be there to support one another. So as you go on the journey, everything uh, you're experiencing, you go back to that big goals that you have for your for your life together. And you say, you know what, that does not contribute to that goal that we have. You know, you kind of, I ill-treating you and saying bad things to you. That doesn't help. That's not the goal that we want. Very appreciate and love. Uh, that's, not, that's not the goal. So from time to time, you, ma- you measure match your relationship as to that big goal that you set, you know, like, ah, ah, that's not, that doesn't help us to go where we want to go. And that, then you come back to, so. That, that, that's a whole sermon right there. I know. Thank uh, you that, for the three keys. <laughs> conversation but this time we will be talking about finding love again so when things didn't go right with the first one can you find love again well they did so let's find out see you next week reminder you have what it takes You just have to say it. Be a student. Only you can do what you're created to do. Visit our website, www.sistersletstalk.com. That is www.sistasletstalk.com. 
ask a question, leave a comment, or let us know how you're holding up. Subscribe to Sisters Let's Talk wherever you listen to podcasts. We want you to be the first to know when another episode is ready. One tiny favor, sis. Let's invite all the sisters to the lounge.